Hey babies! The weather's warming up in the northern hemisphere and you know what that means. We're getting to wedding season. Heidi and I are both in a stage in our lives where our friends and acquaintances are starting to tie the knot. So we figured it's time to have a discussion around weddings, the norms, um, societal standards, and mm -hmm. some alternative ways that we see people celebrating without a huge ceremony. We'll start off with talking a bit more about the commercialization of the wedding ceremony because I feel like a wedding today looks very different and definitely costs a lot different than it did 20 or 30 years ago. Absolutely. Girl is pricey. The national average cost of a wedding is $28,000, $34,000 if you include the engagement ring. Do you know how much stuff I can buy with $34,000? A lot of stuff. A lot of many stuff. rings. Yeah, ma many rings or like many travel trips. But in addition to that, one third of couples hire some form of a wedding planner. So this is indicative to how much goes into a wedding nowadays. And if you asked me how much I thought a wedding cost back when I was in college, I would have said something more of under 10K, but I was so naive. I think social media and the wedding industry have joined forces because it's gotten pretty commercialized and people make you think that you need this very aesthetically pleasing all the colors go well together, everything matches type of wedding. And I think that adds a lot of pressure. I think back in the day, people didn't really care about all that stuff, like what napkins you used and everything in between. But now even the tiniest details you can think about. And that's where the wedding industry is really thriving off of the type A people. <laughs> I feel like I see signs of how commercialization of the of the wedding ceremony has become even more prevalent when I see like e even little girls getting excited about their wedding day and talking about their friends about like what kind of dress they want and like the type of ceremony. Um, I don't know about you, but I actually had friends in elementary school who um, after they talked about like their ideal prom dress, they would like start talking about their <laughs> wedding dress and like how they want to plan everything, what kind of cake they wanted. So I think that's really indicative of how things have changed. For sure. Yeah, I know friends that have a Pinterest board of their wedding day. It, it's just something that I can't relate, but I'm really happy and down to hear how they want their wedding to play out and like how their vision for their wedding is. But it's just never something that I thought about for myself. Mm -hmm. And as for the numbers you mentioned a little earlier about how expensive the average wedding is, I feel like I was surprised when I first heard about it, but I'm less surprised now because my brother recently got engaged. So I've gotten a little bit more exposure as to how much it costs and like the cost per attendee. And if they bring a plus one, like all that stuff really, really adds up. So if we think about how like the evolution of weddings happened back in the day, like 200, 300 years ago to now, Heidi, what do you think well, what are the origins, I guess, first, first and foremost, and how has it changed in the modern day? Mm -hmm. The origin of wedding, it goes back to the Victorian area, era, back when people married in their late teens and early 20s, especially for women, they had little education, 
world experience and no means of income. So usually the weddings were funded by the father of the bride and were more of a sign of the family's social status. But now I think modern society has definitely embraced individualism and independence. And more women now are educated. They can make decisions for themselves and they can support themselves. So I think there's just more power to the woman. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I also think there's less shame around second marriages or second weddings. I think divorce is as much part of life as is marriage. So I feel like it definitely deserves just as much love as someone's first wedding, no matter if it's their second or third wedding. The divorce piece is, as you're saying it, I was like, that's a very interesting dynamic because although I'm really glad that divorce is being less like stigmatized or like frowned Mm -hmm. upon, I'm Mm -hmm. also just like, well, what does this say about us that we're (laughs) getting so, it's like so normalized, you know, obviously, you know, get out of a shitty relationship if you need to, but just an interesting thought. Yeah. So I, I feel like to add on to what you said, Heidi, we're also seeing weddings become more personalized. Mm-hmm. Everyone is trying to do something different or one up each other. Yes. Yeah. Or even one down each other, right? Yeah. Doing anything in their means to make their wedding stand out. So it could be like making the ceremony super casual. I've heard people, instead of catering expensive meals, they, they just straight up get everyone Chipotle, which mm-hmm. is like, I mean, you can't, can't go wrong with Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also see like the polar opposite happening where people will just go over the top and spare no expense in making their wedding like super grand and extravagant and also destination weddings, another mm-hmm. way that people are personalizing their their ceremony. But um, there are still some traditional elements, I think, like the white dress and the maid of honor, the bridesmaids. But to your point, I think it's becoming very much more about the individuals getting married rather than the the family and their social status. Mm-hmm. I agree. Speaking of traditions, what are some traditions that you've recognized in your experience, either watching weddings on TV or in <laughs> movies? What are some traditions you've seen that you like and some that you don't really get? Uh, some that I don't really get is the tradition of the wedding dress having to be white. Honestly, I'm so down for wedding dresses that aren't white. For example, if you take Jeannie Mai's wedding, dude, her dress was so cool. Like, oh my, oh my goodness. It was like this beigey blush look that looked divine on her and she rocked it. Like, it was still just as much of the wedding, even though like she did not wear a wedding dress. How about you, Hannah? Well, I actually just pulled up a picture of Jeannie Mai's wedding dress to look at it. And I agree. <laughs> she looks stunning. She looks um, so good. Yeah. I think I'm with you on this wedding dress thing because the concept of the white wedding dress comes from the idea that the bride is quote unquote pure if you know what mm-hmm. i mean but mm-hmm. I feel like yeah you you picking up what i'm putting down <laughs> um but i feel like we're you know we're in the 21st century i don't mm-hmm. know how accurate that assumption is in this day and age so like if white washes you out <laughs> if white is not your color like i don't see why 
you have to wear white, you know, yeah. maybe some people like to stay true to traditions and I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, you know, if you're not, no shame in that. Yeah. This relates back to a lot of episodes that I've seen on say yes to the dress. Um, you know, there are quirky brides that say, I want a black dress or I want a dress that is not white. And I love that because they're not afraid to go off the beaten path, I would say, mm -hmm. and like wear something that they're most comfortable with that represents their, their marriage for themselves rather than appeasing their mom or someone else. Totally. You know who that reminds me of? Who? You've seen Selling Sunset, right? Hell yeah. You know, Christine Quinn? Yeah. She got married in season two. Or mm -hmm. was it season one? Season one, she got married and her dress was black. Black. She looked, okay, her personality is a little cray cray, but she <laughs> looks so good in everything. She's yeah, like unreal. She's, I know. And Real her dress. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was definitely a statement and, um, yeah, very, very cool what she did. I thought that was a very cool move. Yeah. Um, but for me, <laughs> one, uh, I want to say this is a tradition, but like a practice that I never understood is why people spent so much money on flowers. Like I love flowers and I love floral arrangements, but I never understood why they're so expensive. And I, I like the idea of using more affordable floral arrangements like wildflowers or even adding some sunflowers into the mix to make oh, it a cute. more casual yeah, yeah bouquet so like maybe it's it's um like a longevity thing because i'm like flowers are going to die so why am i spending thousands of dollars on yeah. the flowers i guess they'll live forever in the pictures but i don't know that's just my take on it no i agree so i just feel like you know i'll just i'll just get like fake flowers then if anything wait They're probably yeah, that's half a great the price idea. Yeah, I mean, people don't really pay attention to it anyway, or do they? I don't know. Mm -mm. It reminds me of, you know, in homecoming or prom, we would get the corsages and like, oh my God, that stuff was yeah. expensive for no reason. Yeah, I remember it was like, it would be like $80 for the boutonniere that the, the yeah. guys wear and the corsage, like at least 80 to $100. Yep. Thank God I wasn't a dude and never paid for any of that, but um. <laughs> Was I supposed to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. What did I pay for? Actually, I think I got my own corsage. Yeah, I I, I don't recall. I, all I remember is that they were expensive for no reason. Yeah. So Heidi, have you been to any weddings? And if you have, I'd love for you to recap that experience. <laughs> Thoughts, <recap>. feelings, <laughs> hot takes. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a couple family weddings and one friend of a friend wedding. So I was my friend's plus one. I, I mean, you can probably just tell from my hesitation, but maybe because <laughs> none of the weddings were like my closest friends. I just didn't feel the lovey-dovey feelings or like the intense emotions. And I just kind of feel like they were subpar. Um. I just don't get the hype. Like I, I like rewatching wedding videos, but when I'm actually a part of it, IRL, I don't feel the magic. Mm -hmm. What about you, Hannah? What's, what's your hot take? Well, I've, I've never been to a wedding. 
<laughs> but okay, maybe I have. I've been to one what I've been to one like after ceremony at like some restaurant, but I was mm. like super young and I definitely resonate with what you said about feeling disconnected if you're like somebody's plus one or if they yeah. invite a huge bunch of people and you're not actually Friends. connected to the yeah. gr- groom or the bride. Yeah. Um it's just kind of like why am I here? You know? Yeah, I just want to go home. Even like <laughs> during the dancing portion, like you know, after dinner, when it's kind of kind of the point where you can leave when you want, sort of. It's just like you're telling me I should like pull out my dance moves with all the all these people that are strangers almost to me. Like I, I can't bust out my moves like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I but I do see the value of having a option for plus one so that the person that you invite if they don't know anybody they don't they feel less alone but then that plus one is going to be like even more alien yeah because he's like who are these people people? (laughs) yeah but i i would say my wedding experience has been extremely limited um i was invited to one in college but i didn't go because i had class and i guess weddings were not a priority for me to attend and then the thought of getting a plane ticket getting a hotel having to get a dress yeah I was I like nope don't think it's worth my money I'm like <laughs> maybe I'm too cheap but I'm like you're telling me you want me to like fly to a rural place tickets are probably gonna be really expensive and mm-hmm. like maybe I need to drive two or three hours to a remote venue And like, it's not even like a trip that you can coordinate with friends, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like you're the person bearing the responsibility of going there, making sure you show up at the right place. You can't even, if you don't know a lot of people in like the wedding party, you can't even text someone and be like, hey, where are we meeting? It's just, you're kind of left to your own devices, you know? Yeah, you have to book your own hotel room, like, I'm, yeah. (laughs) So then what are your thoughts on having like a standard traditional wedding versus a more like an alternative more simple ceremony slash even more simple than that just doing a backyard wedding or i feel like there's a lot that you can do on the spectrum of wedding mm-hmm. and ceremony so like what what kind do you want you tell me you know you tell me you, you plan my wedding i i mean i used to i would plan that. your wedding probably terribly I, I don't think you want me to do that no no i mean it'd probably be a really chill Korean barbecue filled wedding. Oh, <gasps> oh my gosh, it's just having a Korean it's a barbecue. It's a great idea. Everyone's gonna smell like meat though. <laughs> yeah. I used to think that I want a destination wedding, like in Hawaii or somewhere in Europe. But now I think I just want, if I even do have a wedding, a courthouse or a city hall wedding where it's free or budget friendly, and then a big party or dinner afterwards afterwards like I would rather have a bougie honeymoon than a bougie wedding that's like only a day long and Mm -hmm. I'd also rather not skimp on food and desserts because that's where my that's where I'm gonna be spending most of my time than like spreading my budget on flowers or other accessories that don't hold as much value for me and the only thing that I won't skip skimp out on is hiring a good photographer or at least getting quality wedding and engagement pics I think those are the those are the things that you know you can actually hold on to I would say like those pictures Mm -hmm. Um, so I 
would want someone who knows my angles, like knows the lighting, can capture it correctly. So I just feel like I'm more excited for my friend's wedding than I am mine. Like even just talking this out loud, I'm like losing steam. How about you, Um, Well, I like what you said about City Hall. And the other great perk about like getting married at City Hall is that the venue is bound to be pretty gorgeous, right? City Hall, they like, typically the city halls look really nice Uh um probably architecturally prettier than some churches um (laughs) for me i think i'm too either too practical or too boring to want a large ceremony or probably too lazy to want to plan something (laughs) that big and too cheap to hire a wedding planner all of the above can anyone else relate to like (laughs) i hope so (laughs) we're very lukewarm (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this, if I think to like the way I was raised, and this isn't necessarily a good thing, because I grew up in a family without a lot of traditions, like we almost rarely, rarely ever celebrated Christmas with gifts. And we were usually low key about all the other holidays. So I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a part of the reason why I don't feel this desire or need to have a large ceremony, because I just grew up with a different mindset and we we never really understood like why the heck are we doing this you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i am trying to change that so with that being said i think my ideal ceremony would be simple low-key if not at city hall like you said heidi Mm -hmm. um i think maybe an outdoor wedding or a backyard (gasps) wedding yeah yeah or like a simple church i don't know if going to a church is like airing on the side of like normal ceremony versus simple and casual mm-hmm. um yeah but something chill i also don't really love all the formal wedding gowns with the the floof and the sparkles and the trains so you'll probably mm-hmm. catch me in something very simple and hopefully timeless <laughs> yeah plus one to the backyard weddings i feel like they're so wholesome but the only hesitation I have there is the potential for bad weather. So the weather gods must be in my favor. Otherwise, I think that would like taint my whole mood if I had to switch to like a plan B in an indoor setting. Um, but I agree. And I think the practical and more pessimistic side of me, I can't, I can't help but think about divorce rates, which makes me want to have a more low-key wedding or celebration because fishes just never know. And I don't want to tell so many people if things do turn south. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, it's just like, uh, I yeah, would rather err on having a smaller, more intimate wedding with people that I actually care about or people that actually impacted the relationship. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, at least with my brother's wedding plan, planning mm-hmm. stuff, there was this problem where the bride's family is like, has a lot of extended family. So then it's like, if you invite one aunt, aunt or uncle, then you have to invite all of them. But then that can quickly snowball into like a 300 person thing. Yeah, the whole ecosystem comes. Yeah, and like you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So you either invite none of them or invite all of them. And that, yeah. 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 That's the thing, the obligations that you have to abide to, like, no, thank you. I'm spending... If I'm spending all this money, I'm doing things for me. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I do want to talk about what you said about, um, you know, you don't want to invite too many people because it's a lot of attention on you, right? And in the 
probably small chance that things go south. It would be a lot of people who remember that ceremony and now remember that like, you know, that relationship that is no longer. But I wanted to connect it more to like this feeling of not wanting attention because like I feel like you and I are low key people. Like we don't oh, like yeah. the spotlight. We don't. Some people love the spotlight, but mm -hmm. we don't. So how do you think that influences your ideal ceremony? It definitely influences it because even if you take birthday parties as an example, I I did try to like do a birthday dinner, I think back in high school, and it just felt so awkward for me to tell people and say, hey, come to this place at six o'clock because it's my birthday, you know, like it's like, mm -hmm. please come because it's me, 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 <laughs> and I don't want to put that obligation to other people because it's just pressure. Like I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. And then if they do end up going there and if it's not, turns out to be not a great time, then it's a lose situation for them. So it just adds a lot of pressure to like make it a fun event when it shouldn't be that stress or anxiety inducing. <laughs> How about you? I think this is why we're lukewarm towards weddings and why we have like, I feel like there's two different types of people in the world and we are one type of people where we don't like the attention. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm with you. Like mm -hmm. I, I definitely relate to the birthday party thing. I like, I think the last birthday party I ever planned for myself was probably in like early elementary school. <gasps> oh my gosh. And it, yeah, I, I felt the same way. It's like awkward being like the birthday girl and like the host and all the attentions on you. Yeah. Even like, even when friends have planned stuff for me, mm -hmm. I still almost feel the same way, even though I'm not the quote unquote host. I'm host. just like, yeah, I'm ah. like, oh, everyone's like spending their time here because of me. And then it's just, it's just a weird feeling. Maybe this is something we need to work on. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Maybe it is, but I totally relate. Uh, it's, yeah. It's also, this is maybe a distant relative, but it also feeds into, you know, whenever friends ask, where do you want to go eat? <laughs> or like, what do you want to do? And if you're the person that decides for the group, yes, I have mm -hmm. this pressure of like, okay, if, 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 not everyone enjoys and it's on me because I was the ultimate decision maker mm -hmm. and no one wanted to bear, bear that responsibility. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I don't like suggesting places to, be, especially <laughs> if I know that it's with a, um, like a group of people who have stronger opinions. I'm like, let the people with strong preferences pick where they want to go and the low key people can follow. You know what I mean? But, mm -hmm. um, I'm not a person with strong preferences in, in weddings. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But then, yeah. Hannah, what kind of ring do you want or like dress? Hopefully, I mean, at least you've thought about this, right? Maybe? <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about dress, but I have thought about rings because I do like jewelry. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe this is my hot take on weddings. We were trying to think of like what our unpopular or like, yeah, unpopular opinions are about weddings, but I don't really like traditional wedding rings because I don't think they go with my jewelry aesthetic. Same, yeah, same, 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 same. 
Like, I feel like all the rings that I wear are very casual, almost like boho looking rings. Mm-hmm. And then the the wedding ring is just like this very sophisticated, elegant rock. And I'm like, this, this is rock. That just... Like, if I were to wear, I'm looking at my hands right now and like my rings that I'm wearing. If I were to wear a wedding ring, I think I'd have to take everything else off. You yep. know, it's either all or nothing. Exactly. Yes. But I, I don't know. I, I think if I were to get a wedding ring, I'd love some unconventional stone. Like, it doesn't have to be a diamond. Could be something more meaningful. I don't know. Sapphire, ruby, emerald, IDK. Those are all the stones that I know. Mm-hmm. But I do love a vintage ring. Um, something with like a more interesting cut or something from 50, 60 years ago. I think that would be very interesting. Yeah. And then for dress, I have not really thought about this. I do, all I know is that if I were to get a dress, it would either be very simple and mm-hmm. almost like boring mm-hmm. or just something really over the top or like weird looking. I yeah. don't think there's any in between. It's either Same. I want to look timeless or I want to go make all a out. Statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. Plus one to everything. And I feel like if I had a ring that was, flashy it was a rock i think i'd be too scared to even wear it in public because Someone's i just gonna know, try I and cut your it. hand off mm-hmm. yeah oh. someone someone gonna come get me they're, they're gonna cut a bitch they're gonna cut my finger off <laughs> I would, so i'd be happy with like you said vintage rings too that have color like i'd love a ruby or emerald or like you said um like a family heirloom would be cool a family mm-hmm. heirloom that's had that had a facelift like a modern twist to it I think would yeah be cute. I like that or even even just like simple bands I think with my aesthetic I probably realistically would just get a simple band I love seeing couples with like matching gold or silver bands it's subtle but it gets the message across and it matches I think that's mm-hmm. like more powerful than a, a I'm definitely offending a lot of people but like more powerful than a <laughs> rock that's like in your face and it's it's just like unproportionate to people's finger sizes but (laughs) that's just my opinion um but I think for dresses like you I would either go hella extra or something simple too that doesn't even look like a wedding dress if you Mm -hmm. know what I mean would you ever wear a suit no (laughs) I I feel like I'm so indecisive with clothes I would probably low-key have like three wardrobe changes like one, I think that's pretty normal. Is it like one for the ceremony? If I even have a ceremony, one for the dinner party, whatever, and then one pajama, not pajama, like just I don't know, whatever, whatever wedding dresses I want. Yeah, and if I can't make a decision, I'll wear them all. No, I really think that is like pretty standard to at least have two different dresses, if not like three, four, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah wait i have a follow-up question for you um do you have like a monetary requirement for your partner who buys you a ring are you like okay maybe i'm asking the question wrong mm. no i get you what but you, you you feeling what i'm saying i, I, I feel you uh, no uh, because okay so i used to work at pandora mm-hmm. people that don't know pandora is a jewelry it's a quote unquote affordable more affordable high end jewelry I would describe it and I think that 
in modern society, people would judge if someone got their engagement ring from Pandora. But honestly, some of them look fine. And like, if, if that's what you can afford and like, if that's what you think actually looks good, there's nothing wrong with like buying a uh, $100 ring. I don't know if I said this earlier, but I can't tell the difference between a rhinestone, <laughs> yeah. a crystal, and a diamond. So I feel like I'm very easy to please here. And as long as it looks cute, like I'm, I'm okay with it. That's the thing. The hardest thing is like pleasing. I feel like we have very, well, I feel like I have peculiar, peculiar taste. Like it's hard for me to find something that I think looks good or is cute. Hey, BBs, a mid-episode break to say thank you for still tuning in. If you are enjoying this week's episode, please give us a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave a review, or send us a voice message. All right, back to the episode. So then moving away from the topic of the rings, the dress, we want to talk about the satellite people of a wedding ceremony, AKA the bridesmaid. So I have no knowledge of bridesmaids, like their purpose, their responsibilities. What are some of like the things the bridesmaid has to do or should do? Oh, there's like so much stuff that I didn't realize. I mean, I've never been a bar- bridesmaids bridesmaid before but I have lived vicariously through friends that were bridesmaids and it kind of sounds fun and not so fun there's a lot of obligations or commercialized traditions I would call it that Mm -hmm. bridesmaids have to do and for me I would like to think that whenever I do get married if I ever do and if I decide to have bridesmaids I wouldn't require my bridesmaids to do all the like events prior to the actual wedding day um, I just feel like I might just scrap the bridesmaids idea out and honestly have no bridesmaids because then there's that trouble of like, hmm, which bridesmaid should I have as bridesmaid? And if I don't have one friend as a bridesmaid, then that's going to tick. I don't know. It's just like a lot of potential drama there and hearing what my friends go through as bridesmaids, even though it's not intentional and they are genuinely happy for their friend. There are still moments where it becomes work and not so fun. And there is some kind, some level of inconvenience. And I never want to put that on my friends. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. And it maybe goes back to our personality types. And when we see yeah. people having to like go out of their way to do stuff or like feeling stressed because yeah. they are doing stuff for us, it, it's kind of an unsettling feeling, okay. you know? Yeah. Or, you know, when like your bridesmaids have to pay for a bachelorette party, I'm like, who in the name of who, who came up with that tradition? Because I would never be like, Hey, like this trip is free for me because you all have to pitch in for my plane ticket hotel. I feel like it should be the bride paying for everyone. For me. I mean, I'll be having my very first bridesmaid experience this September at at my brother's wedding. And I, I'm pretty excited about it. Like we said, you should be, I don't like attention, but I also similar to you, Heidi, I love celebrating other people. I love planning other people's birthday parties and um, doing things to celebrate them. So I think I would really enjoy that experience as long as 
um, I don't have to plan the bachelorette party or anything. I think that's like the maid of honor's responsibility. I'm happy to help out. Like if you need me to call vendors, like I'll call them, but just the logistics of it all, like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, it would turn out horribly if I had to plan that. Um, yeah, but I think in in general, I feel like there are so many roles and responsibilities about the bridesmaids, the the groomsmen, the maid of honor. I I feel currently unclear about it all. Um, and for me, I would love to have bridesmaids, but like the things you mentioned, Heidi, are also considerations in my mind. Like, what if you have too many people to be your bridesmaid and you can't give everybody that title or role? Or on the flip side, what if you don't have enough friends to be bridesmaids for you? That's like another thing that I thought about. It's like, oh, normally people have like five to six bridesmaids. I'm like, uh, I can procure like three. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. some extra pressure there. Yeah, it goes back to societal norms. Of like who who came up with the number of like, and then there's always like, oh, you need to match the number of grooms that like your, your fiance has so that like pictures turn out evenly. It's like, what the fuck? Like, no. <laughs> I think that's an area where I, I feel like my brother might have struggled because he got no friends. And then his fiance, she's like, she has so many friends. So I feel like it might be a little unbalanced there. We'll see. Oh um, Wait, do you know what um, dress? Are you all wearing the same dresses or color? Yeah. Like what, what's that situation? So we are all wearing the same dress. It's like one of those convertible dresses where it's like long, but with the straps, you can tie it in like, a bunch of different ways. So there's a lot of different ways you can customize the dress Girl, depending on how you pick. tie it. What color is it? It's like the color of my wall, like a, a light tan oh, cream color. That's cute. Yeah, but I think it's cool when you have like the dresses that are all the same color, but you can, depending on how you tie it, you can differentiate yourselves from, from the other bridesmaids. With my potential future wedding, whatever, I feel like I would be so down to let the bridesmaids choose their own dresses. Same. As long as it's all within like the same color palette. If I say like, okay, everybody has to choose a purple dress. Like, I don't care which shade of purple. Well, maybe mm -hmm. I do, but like, I'll give you more freedom or like reign over, yeah, the types of colors or patterns even that you want to choose. And and yeah, I, I feel like Heidi, you recently showed me pictures of somebody who did that in her wedding and she, her pictures look great. I know I'm like yeah it was my manager she got married and she had all her bridesmaids where was it like not hot pink but fuchsia is that how you pronounce it fuchsia pink mm -hmm. um they all looked gorgeous different types of dresses different patterns of pink some had floral some had just like plain colors I think they all like bob and then their dresses matched the like rose petal colors yeah which is a lovely touch I know. Along with more wedding stuff and traditions, what are your thoughts on incorporating intercultural traditions? Oh, I'm a hundred percent down to incorporate intercultural traditions. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I feel almost obligated to do that, to incorporate my culture into my ceremony, just to show a different side to the 
the all white sterile sterile <laughs> look of Western weddings. Um, I don't know about you, how you feel about this, Heidi, but I almost feel like this Western concept of the all white wedding isn't me because I grew up multicultural. I, I feel like almost an imposter if I were to just do an all white wedding gown. Like I definitely want to bring some red into it, which is the color of weddings in Chinese culture. Yeah. Plus one, I think, yeah, incorporating our traditions or having intercultural traditions would be sick. It's it's paying homage to our parents, elders, ancestors, and then just, you know, to our roots. So I'd be down. I know, honestly, I feel like I would only have a wedding to wear a chi pao. Mm. <laughs> for those- Dude, you look good in a chi pao. Girl, you never see me in a chi pao. I got no breasts to support but that. your waist is so tiny. Girl, <laughs> I'm going to need like a push-up chi pao, but essentially <laughs> chi pao's are. Oh my God. <laughs> a Chinese dresses, usually in red. Um, but I feel like it would be the perfect excuse to be extra and wear, wear it for my wedding day. Dude, as you should. Do you think that you would have like one traditional wedding gown and then a more cultural one or just one over the other? Oh, I had both. <laughs> yeah, more oh, no. opportunities for pictures. That's how you should think about it. Exactly. You got all for the pics, man. I feel like our listeners know I'm in for the pics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not to show on the gram, but for myself. <laughs> since we're on the topic of like intercultural traditions and weddings and looks, I really liked how Deep D from Love is Blind incorporated her um, like South Asian traditions into her wedding. Even though the groom was not it, if you know, you know, Um, I thought her ceremony was beautiful and and she looked really great. And I loved her dress too. Did she look bomb? Wait, can we talk about Deep D and Shake for a second? Because did you know that? Shake has a new boo, and it's exactly how he would have wanted what he wanted as a girlfriend. Is she blonde? Yes. Is she, she, does she have boobs? Thin. Yes. Is she thin? lift her yes. up on his shoulders? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, no, I'm not coming at all the beautiful blonde. Yeah, bit. no, not not to the girls. We're more not shading the, the guy. More hitting Shake for like, oh, it's just. I'm like, I wonder how deep D feels. She's probably like, good riddance. Like, I glad I'm glad I chose myself. I I also wonder like what kind of women are still considering him after the way he exposed himself on mm-hmm. television. Like, wh- what? <laughs> like, what just happened? Like, what do you see? Did you not watch the show? Like, does someone need to DM her the link? <laughs> <laughs> So speaking about shows about weddings, I don't personally watch a lot of those. I, I've watched a couple episodes of like 90 Day Fiance. I know the one about like Ed and Rose, the one, you know, the one that a lot of memes got made out of. The guy with no neck. I've actually I actually haven't seen any episodes of it, but I have seen the memes. Was it yeah. good? No, I think he's just disgusting. I guess it's good because you love to hate him, but oh, yeah. <laughs> but Heidi, I feel like you might watch more shows about weddings and and that stuff. So like, I do. It's so funny how I'm I'm lukewarm about weddings, yet wedding shows grab my attention. 
I love a great wedding show on like planning and everything behind the scenes. I love watching Say Yes to the Dress. I can watch that forever. I can watch it. The UK version, the land, is it the Lanchester? Lancaster? There's another European version. Mm-hmm. I love the show Marriage or Mortgage, just seeing people's perspective of like what they value more when they have like a lump sum of cash. It's just like interesting to see perspectives. Um, yeah, it's just entertaining to watch people's thought processes, what they even think about and how they want their special day to be and also the reactions of their loved ones. <laughs> mm, okay, if you had to recommend one show about weddings or like state your favorite, which one would it be? It would definitely be marriage or mortgage because they gather um, like a wedding planner and a real estate agent that like actually goes out and finds someone's dream house and incorporates someone's dream wedding. But in the end, the couple has to choose the house or the wedding. And it's, yeah, like you can only pick one. So which one do you want? You can have the dream of any of them, of any house or wedding, but couples can only choose one. I mean, for me, I definitely choose the house, but that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah. You'd be surprised how many couples actually choose wedding. Really? Despite finding their dream home. Well, is, okay. Is the value of the wedding and the value of the house similar? Yeah. Or is like, like, they'll say you have $30,000 for a down payment or $30,000 to spend on a wedding. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm boring. I'd probably choose the house. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> but nothing wrong with like people that want weddings, you know, they turn out great. They have a great time. What was the extra oomph to their marriage or mm-hmm. for their kids? Memories for was. life. Yep, memories for life, as they say. Wedding discussions are so polarizing. There's no right or wrong way to go about celebrating a marriage. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on weddings, whether you're hosting one just for yourself and your boo, or making a big celebration with both families merging. You do you, and you make the most of it, all right? Have a beautiful week, BBs. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.